0: I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, welcome back, it's Morgan. Today I'm sitting down with Coach Aaron. Thanks so much for joining us, Aaron. Thanks for having me, Morgan. Yes, we're so excited to get to know you better and hear a little bit more about your your story and your team. Um, so just to dive into it, um, one of the first questions I want to ask you is, tell us about the highs and lows of your current season.
1: Yes, well, we had um, quite a few highs and lows at Santa Clara this season. Um, this was my first season with the Santa Clara Broncos, and so anytime uh, you're Taking over a program or, or going in new, there's definitely a lot to learn. Um, not just in getting to know the student athletes, but also uh, in the institution and in the conference. Um, really, uh, there's just a lot. Uh, we had a new staff as well. I had. Uh, a bunch of coaches that I hadn't worked with before Um, and so there's a lot to figure out um, which can very much lead to highs and lows. Um, I would say that one of the main highs for me was coming into a group of young women who were so motivated to want to improve and do better than they had in the past season and so for a new coach coming into a program it's really a dream situation because the student athletes are, are they're just so motivated and change is really hard uh, for humans generally. Yeah. And so um, when you're coming in new, you're, you're bringing new ideas and new systems and new communication styles. And so it usually requires quite a bit of change and, and flexibility from the members of the organization. And so um, having that motivation to to want to do better, to be open and to be bought in to making changes is really, really helpful uh, for the leader. So um, I, that was a really big high for me was having a, a group that was so invested and so motivated in wanting to improve every day. Um, I would say that you know one of the the main lows that we hit were um, we had an injury to one of our setters in the middle of the season um and that was that was a big adjustment for our team to make because we had really um, been on a high from the very start of the competition season and winning quite a bit more than the team had the year before uh, and we were really starting to uh, get very consistent with our lineup uh we were performing well we were able to really analyze um, our rotations because our 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 lineup had been so consistent uh, and then to have one of our setters uh, go down with an ankle injury Mm -hmm. um, and she wasn't able to return for the season was a big shock to the team um, both I would say in in our play but also just emotionally Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was something that we needed to overcome and I was really proud of the way our team handled it um, we like to approach things very directly and, and say what's on our minds and um, be open to one another. And so we got together and discussed, you know, what we wanted the rest of the season to look like, um, knowing that this uh, injury had occurred. And, and also, um, at that point, we weren't in position to win the conference, but, you know, what did we want to do to finish out? How did we want things to look, um, in our last half of, uh, conference season? And so I would say then the next high was, you know, finishing, um, really strong, uh, finishing fourth in the conference after, uh, finishing last the year before, uh, Mm -hmm. having the opportunity to, play postseason in the NIVC tournament and going on and going to Long Beach State and, and playing a great match there and, and winning in five, I would say that was, you know, mm. definitely one of the one of the best parts and seeing all that hard work that our team had put forth uh, really come to fruition.
0: Wow. Yeah. No, I love I love hearing how teams keep working through adversity. And yes you know, I can totally see that in your team, how the girls are trying, you're trying, because injuries, that's a big deal, you know, that, that impacts the team, because you recruit those players for specific reasons, and so that's awesome that you guys were able to, you know, take from that, and learn, and grow, and it sounds like great things. Yeah, absolutely. Well, how did you get to be a coach? Yeah, that's a great question, um,
1: My father is actually a coach and a teacher, and so I had been around a gym uh, and also coaches uh, for a good part of my life, uh, for as long as I can remember, really, Um, and so coaching seemed pretty natural to me. I I wasn't positive it was what I wanted to do for a living. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was playing in college, I loved volleyball. Uh, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it for the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh and so I went into marketing and advertising when I finished my degree at North Carolina. I worked for an ad agency in Chicago for a couple of years and then moved down to Austin, Texas, where I continued to work in advertising. When I was there, I uh, started to get back into coaching. And I was coaching club volleyball with Austin Juniors. Oh, cool. And realized that uh, I wanted to do more or give more uh, in my life than I was able to in the advertising industry. And I enjoyed advertising. I really liked working with my teams and it was a creative process, and there were a lot of uh, relationships you had to develop with the client and with your creative team, and I liked all of that, Uh, but I didn't really feel like I was doing something that was important and using my time uh, to give as much as I could, and because I had been in, in sport and in volleyball, I felt like the most efficient way for me to get back into a position, a job or industry that allowed me to give back was to go into coaching. Um, And so I decided to reach out to my college coach, Joe Segula from the University of North Carolina, and see if he would help me in a search uh, to get into college coaching, because I thought that would be a great way to uh, give back and to be able to mentor young
0: women um, through sport. Wow. Oh, I love, I love that story. I love seeing where, where you came from and where you are now because of the effort that you've put in. So I think that's awesome. Your team's lucky to have you. Thanks. Yeah, I think I'm lucky to have them. Yes, (laughs) I love that team family. What's one of the most memorable travel experiences you've had with your team and individually?
1: Oh, that's a good question. This team is new to me. So we've only traveled so much together. Um, But I would say one of the most memorable, there are a couple. First would have been my first spring uh, at Santa Clara. It was with the beach team, which is pretty much the same as the indoor team right now. Uh, We have the same athletes, but we traveled down to Santa Cruz Uh, which is about 40 minutes from us, really easy drive. And we had a WCC West Coast Conference mid-season invitational tournament down at Santa Cruz, which was awesome. And we decided to stay down at one of our student-athletes' families' homes uh, instead of driving back and forth. Yeah. And I was so happy we did because it was such an amazing opportunity for me to get to know our student-athletes. And it because we weren't in a hotel and because we were in a house, uh, we were all planning meals and cooking together. And everyone was taking uh, turns helping out and taking on different jobs. And sure. it gave me such a great perspective on uh, personalities and team dynamics and, you know, all the kind of things that as a coach, you want to know so that you can do your best for your team. And I, I really enjoyed that trip because we were able to, you know, take some walks on the beach and do bonfire and all of this in addition to, you know, getting to play and compete. And so I would say that was one of my favorite trips it wasn't to anywhere like that spectacular although Santa Cruz is very nice but it's just down the road from us Um, but I think that trip specifically meant a lot to me in getting to know this new group um and then I would say also traveling down to Long Beach State uh, for our NIVC match. We were a little um, short as far as we didn't have our whole team. We, Like I said, we suffered some injuries. Uh, we had our starting middle blocker happen to get mm-hmm. strep the week before. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't traveling with us. So it was a smaller group um, of yeah. our team. But what was so interesting to me and what was so fun was – um, the team really pulling together and picking up slack because we kind of knew we were short certain players. And yeah. so it was just interesting to see everybody step up um, and just bring everything they had. And so that was one of my, my favorite trips as well. Um, oh, nice. I've gotten the opportunity to travel quite a bit with other teams um, around, oh, the, really? you know, around the country, you uh, around the country with Stanford The year before I left, um, we were able to go overseas uh, for a foreign tour, which was amazing. We were in Slovenia, um, in Croatia for a day, and then we were in Italy. Yeah, my family got to come with me, which I think was one of the best experiences. And having my children and my husband get to be a part of what I get to experience all the time in traveling with a team and a bunch of people that you love being around, but then having my family uh, get to travel with us as well. And Kevin Hambly's family was on the trip, obviously uh, being being the head coach, (laughs) Uh, but his kids joined as well. And our children are really close. And so not only did we get to travel with the team and experience all that, but also having our families get to travel together was something that was really
0: special. Oh, that's fun. Traveling's so fun because you can, you get to experience the world, but with, it's fun when you go with a team because you get to experience it all together, like as your team family. And especially because your actual family was there, that's even better. For sure, for sure. And,
1: you know, getting to see the world and seeing things through others' eyes and others' perspectives as well, um, I think is so interesting since when you have a team, you all come from different backgrounds and different families and people have different levels of experience and how much they've traveled and, and maybe what they've seen. And so I always think it's interesting to speak to the people I'm traveling with about you know, how different it is, what they
0: find interesting. Um, I definitely love traveling. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you just, you get to see so much and learn so much. So I'm glad we share a mutual love of travel.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: What's one thing that no one knows about you that you can share with us?
1: So this, I don't know, this is kind of embarrassing, (laughs) Um, but I still like to build Legos. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess my family, my immediate family, my children and my husband know this about me. Uh, But I would say my team doesn't even know that about me. I have not shared that with them. But um, I don't know. I love doing it. It's It's so relaxing. I think it's a little bit like jigsaw puzzles for me. Like I like, Building jigs- or I like um, putting together jigsaw puzzles as well, but in a job where you're interacting so much and, and talking, um, and uh, we just constantly have something else to do um, as a coach. And so I just feel like there's so much peace in just having the time to sit down and build a Lego. So. I, I don't think many awesome. people know that about me.
0: No. Hey, when they listen to it, <laughs> they'll, they'll get to hear it. <laughs> there we go. It's a catch out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's awesome though. I'm like, I want to start building Legos.
1: <laughs> oh, it's fun. It's kind of, an, it's kind, it can be kind of expensive. I need to probably just start building things, uh, creating things on my own as opposed to the sets. But I really like the sets because I just get to like follow directions. Oh and yeah. And is complete
0: and it's beautiful. So. Okay, well, I think that's awesome. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) That's unique, so thank you. (laughs) Yes, if you're an athlete wanting to play for a team or university, what would your advice be to them?
1: My advice would be to reach out directly to the coach, uh, depending on your age and the NCAA rules, Um, either via email or if a coach, if you're old enough that a coach can take a call, uh, go ahead and call them and let them know of your interest and why you're interested specifically in their program and their school. Mm -hmm. I would say that, you know, we get a lot of emails and correspondence from student athletes, but, or prospective student athletes, but it's often just very generic and clear that they're, emailing a lot of people um, and I understand that you definitely need to cast a wide net um, to figure out you know the best fit for you but I think that once you start to narrow down and realize what you're looking for in an experience and in an institution and in a coaching staff um, to make the communication a bit more personal and direct because those are the communications that make me, you know, really click on the link to watch your video or to make sure I get to see you play in a tournament because I know that you're specifically interested in what our program or our institution has to offer. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a fit. Uh, for, for all coaches, we're all looking for someone who is going to be able to uh, bring value to the program and the team and that usually requires a certain level of skill and talent. That's just the reality of playing high-level Division One sports. But I do think that reaching out directly and, and showing who you are and what you're looking for is a great first step in starting to develop a relationship with the program that you're interested in joining.
0: Oh, I couldn't have said it better myself. That is great advice, too future athletes and I hope they I hope they listen to this you know so they can they can have ideas because no that's awesome information so thank you for for giving that for sure no problem yeah and I guess what's your next adventure
1: Oh goodness! I I don't know my um, my kids and my husband uh, we we like to travel quite a bit and so we will we save up. That's definitely where we like to you know spend our money um, as opposed to buying things. We like to save up so that we can have great experiences. Um, so we've been talking about um, hopefully being able to go to Africa um, in a couple years. So cool. we'll see. it's so, um, it would be such a big trip and so far away, but we feel like, um, it could be a great experience for us all. And so that's definitely something we're planning for and hoping will happen soon. Um, or I, maybe not really soon, but in the next couple of years, um, my grandma, I grew up in Hawaii, uh, and my grandma is turning a hundred this year. Oh, wow. In November, which is amazing. And so we're hoping to uh, get home towards the end of the year to be able to celebrate with her and our family. So we're hoping this coronavirus gets under control yes. so that uh, we can all start seeing our family and traveling a little bit more again.
0: Oh, yes. What part of Hawaii?
1: I grew up in Honolulu, so right in Oahu, right near the university.
0: Oh really? Um, so yeah, the
1: university's right in Manoa Valley, which yeah. Um, yeah, it's about ten minutes up from the ocean into the into the mountains, and I live like oh, five minutes from uh UH. Oh,
0: that is so cool. That's so cool. I love it there. So yeah. You lived a dream.
1: <laughs> I did. I did. I was very, very lucky to grow up uh, in Hawaii. I definitely think it has shaped a lot of who I am. Um, and, yeah, it's a very special place.
0: Oh, I love that. And what are you most excited for for this upcoming season? Oh,
1: well, uh, year two is all, is always the challenge. I think yeah. we, we set the bar high, um, which I was really excited about. I. I believed and I knew that our team had it in us to get ourselves in contention, you know, in the WCC. Now, I would say, you know, the progress gets or the process gets a little bit slower and it requires Mm -hmm. a lot of patience, I think, to continue to make change and improve. Um, that first year is really exciting for everybody, you know, and I think there's a lot of motivation. Um, and now I think we really have to dig in and stay disciplined and resilient and work together. So I'm looking forward to that. And now that obviously we're apart from our student athletes right now, I'm, I miss my team a lot. Oh, yeah. uh, I miss I'm missing my staff every day. We get on <laughs> conference calls and see each other through the computer, but it's just not the same. And so yeah. I'm really looking forward to getting back together uh, and getting back to work and really just, you know, putting the puzzle pieces together and, and solving, solving problems and finding solutions with one another. I think that's my favorite part of this profession and why I'm so grateful to have a career in, in college sport, we get to do so many different things day to day. And a lot of it is working with other people to find solutions and figure things out. And so I'm excited to start working on that and figuring out the other teams in our league and figuring out how we can be, you know, just a little bit better
0: every day. So that's what I'm most looking forward to. Well, I'm excited for your team. And Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast today. It was fun getting a glimpse into your team and just getting to know you better. Thanks so much. I've I really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.akanela.com slash podcasts to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.